Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Uh, before we start the episode, uh, this episode is brought to you by The Silver Snail, Toronto's premier comic book store. They've been around for 40 years. They are the biggest in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love their coffee shop. Yeah, I have yeah. shopped there many times for comics. As have I. Um, and it's amazing. Figurines. Yes. Tangerines. I've, I've been shopping at Silver Snails since 1987, yeah. I guess. From their I, first uh, yeah, location. Yeah, that place was a game changer. I'd never seen anything like it when I was a kid, and it blew my goddamn mind. Yeah. 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 I was, it weirded me out when they moved, but I love the new space. It's huge, and having the coffee shop in there is just definitely the greatest. That yeah. is my favorite place to sit and have coffee. And listen to podcasts. Yeah. And read comics. Oh, my God, it's so good. And they have really good <laughs> prices on cool, like, I've shopped there and got a bunch of old, like, horror EC comics and yeah. stuff, and, like, great prices. Yeah, yeah, they have they have everything. They've got, uh, again, like, a giant selection of figurines and, and uh, like, action figures and yep. stuff. A lot of collectible stuff. They've been around for 40 years, as I said. They're, they're like, the biggest in the game in Toronto. Yep. Um, we are super stoked to uh, to have them yeah. on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, their store is at uh, 329 Young Street in Toronto. Uh, check them out if you want have any questions or anything for them. Uh, email info at silversnail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have an online component, too, for our international listeners. Uh, go to silversnail.com. Get your fucking comics uh, online, y'all. Yeah. It's 2015. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh God! Did you not know? How long have I been asleep? <laughs> <laughs> we just thawed him out for this ad. Yeah, yeah. Walt Disney style. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So go to silversnail.com or go right into the store. And now, see you next Wednesday. Hello, welcome to episode 193 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on December 2nd, 2015. My name is Dan Gorman. It's all ball bearings these days. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons, and oh, we knew he was on cocaine. It's just in England, it's rude to point things out. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Greg Legros, but I did, so get in the fucking van! You shouldn't have done that. But I did. <laughs> we have tons of stuff we to We did talk. that backwards. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so much. This week, two of us went and saw Creed while one of us stayed at home and watched Airbud's seventh inning fetch. <laughs> you don't know where I watched it. Uh, to, we are going to talk about an album by Enya, and then we are going to roll for 
movies next week. And we will see at the end of the episode the triumphant return of 9021 Oh Yeah Relay with the second last episode of season three. Finally. Which will delight our thousands of screaming fans. <laughs> or also Terry Coles. Yeah. <laughs> who has been, pretty much Terry has yeah. been Terry has, has been missing it and letting us know yeah. on Facebook. Uh, She's like, I hate your podcast. I love 902. If you would like to also let us know things, you can do so by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. You can email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Go to modernsuperior.com and comment on our discus threads. Tell all your friends about us in real life or go to facebook.com slash synwpc, which is also our Twitter handle. You can do all of those things and more. Uh, you can also listen to our first segment of the show, uh, the Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee, where we talk about movie news and things that we've been watching this week and more. I'm sorry, I just saw Dan. I just saw your uh, Facebook post <laughs> with the rabbits. Oh, okay. Yeah, y'all got rabbits out there. <laughs> I was in Value Village before we came here, and there, I, I, I always go to the horror section. Where there's always like a hundred VC Andrews books, <laughs> and then but but I guess this was just a trend. Her books all have a little cutout with like a woman's face on the inside. Yeah, but a lot of horror movie uh, books do that too, and it's always like a kid looking out or something. And there was one <laughs> where there was these rabbits with red eyes and a little door and a kid looking out, <laughs> <laughs> looking out of one of the rabbits. Yeah, and so and she's <laughs> saying, hey, "You got y'all got some rabbits out there." Yeah, that was my caption. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, VC Andrews. Now, if I understand correctly. She wrote the, that book that all young girls read Flowers about in the uh, attic. incest. Flowers in the Attic, yeah. I believe. Uh, I think they made that... a movie about it, too. Oh. Uh, or a movie of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep, that's the one, I think. Yeah. I never read that one. Me either. Or I never saw the movie. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thrilling yeah. podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> um, Off to a good start. Yeah. yeah. Real nice. Did you guys see the trailer for Captain America Civil War? Yeah. What yeah. did you guys think of that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I know, yeah, yeah and I, I love this trailer. Yeah. yeah, I thought it looked pretty entertaining, but yeah. I was like, oh, this has it. all of the things. That, like, if I hadn't have seen this trailer, this is the trailer I would have imagined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's nothing surprising. I'm just like, oh, good. It looks like uh, more, more Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, which is, I think, maybe my favorite thing in this whole MCU yeah. junk. But it really looks like they're, I don't know, like when, when they say the lines about, like, he was my friend too or whatever, I'm yeah. just like, damn, this shit got real. I'm yeah. so stoked for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm excited. I hope it's good. It's a fun trailer. I just honestly, anything that shows a trailer, I'm like, yeah, whatever, Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a lot of things out there that aren't Star just, Wars right no, now. No, no. It's like, it's, it's a, you know, it's less than a month now. <laughs> yeah. So... I just don't care about it's anything. It's crazy. Else. 19 days. Yeah. yeah. And then I will be watching Did you buy tickets Star already? In front. No, not yet. Yeah. Did you? I've been trying to. Okay. Is, they, is <laughs> yeah. it hard? Yeah. 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 They're still yeah. sold out. It or? is hard. You yeah, said hard. that like, yeah, I thought you didn't, you <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, it, yeah, it's hard to get tickets. But I'm Damn. like, I've got to try and work it in to get it to see it soon because there's only so much time I can spend away from the internet. Yeah. Um. Totally. Because everyone, there's going to be just fucking, I'm just, uh, there's a... Uh, Everybody's going to be like, this I'm is sure what happened. If you, you know, my friends are all nice people, but some of them are idiots on the goddamn Facebook. <laughs> and they'll say something and it's oh, going to piss yeah, me off. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to have to go go dark. Until yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's what Matt Brown's doing. Yep. He's yep. on a little mini hiatus right now just because, like, too much Star Wars stuff. I'm just going to wait to see it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to cut it off at some yeah. point, you know. 
Um, did you guys also see the Batman versus Superman like teaser to the yeah. thing that was going to come he was out? Like, give me that mask. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, it's scowly face versus frown man and brown the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like here we are in a, in a little, a little dusty brown cave, and I'm frowning, and you have a mask. Give me an earth. And I saw people being like, "Damn, Brown the yeah. movie." Well, the, the whole trailer's just like dusty. Yeah, well, it's Zack yeah. Snyder. He, yeah, he goes with a color. Yeah. yeah, it's just like I don't know. I saw people really with like there was a big reaction to it, and I was just like. I don't know. I don't want to be the guy that's just like fucking DC, but I'm just like this looks so silly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I thought I saw the, the uh, other trailer was like okay, yeah, okay. I watched that one again, and I finally saw that one on the big screen, which I haven't yet. Okay, uh, some of that looks cool. Yeah, man, it's great. And when that when you know, when he pulls the Batmobile apart and then yes. Batman stands up, I'm like. Cool. Really wicked. Yeah. <laughs> Just wicked. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. You love it when superheroes stand. Yeah, yeah, but like real slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it looks great, you know. Uh-uh. I don't know. What else? What um, else? I wrote down the Kevin Bacon uh, potentially being in a Tremors yeah. series. Yeah. Yeah. Circling back to perfection. producing and returning as Val. Yeah. Which, I mean, it can't be any worse than the uh, sci-fi show that they made. Certainly not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you if he's involved, if, uh, yeah, I tried. It was no good. No, it was really, really horrible. <laughs> yeah, no, I never saw it. When it no. came out, it was like early 2000s or late ni- 90s, I feel like, and yeah. I, or maybe like 2001 or two. And I, even then, and I was probably like going into college, yeah. I probably would have been like, if it had been dumb fun, I would have liked it. But even then, I was like... No, this is this stupid. <laughs> yeah, really, really terrible. Um, but I feel like if if the Kevin Bacon's in there, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't know. I'll reserve judgment until I hear Reba's on board. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have a sign on the back of my car that says Reba's on board. <laughs> Reba on uh, board, and it's it's set in perfection. You know, yeah. I don't know. A lot of this is like, all right, I'm definitely down. Mm-hmm. Please don't fuck this up. I feel like. The only way to make Tremors good again is to do it as a TV show. Yeah. Because it, I, yeah. did you guys try and watch Tremors 5? No. I don't no. think I said it. I, t- I don't think I talked about it on the show just because it was so shitty. Yeah. And I was just like, this Is this, Michael this Gross sucks. in it? Yeah. And yeah. Jamie Kennedy. Oh. Yeah. yeah I, I can't <laughs> imagine. It's garbage. Uh, and I got. Jamie Kennedy play one of the Graboids? <laughs> <laughs> the Ass Blaster. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was like um, this extreme guy, and it was just garbage. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So, did they keep with all of the things that they've added to the Tremors as the? They did keep went? with the there's ass little, blasters, the, the flying guys. ones. Yeah, the, really. That's yeah. like a lot to throw into it. A lot of little bad radar ideas ones. that you have to force into a subpar yeah. movie. Totally. What a bummer. And it was funny because they they got all those ideas into the sequel, and I feel like one of those would have been fine. Like if yeah. the sequel was, I think they did it all like the flying and the ass blasters, or the I think the ass blasters <laughs> are the flying. Sorry, ones. I zoned out for a second. Where are we now? I'm just trying to figure out when when they introduced all of those iterations of Tremors. I think they were all in the second one. Um, and the second one has some good stuff in it. Flying stuff in the second one, or do they save that for three? That's. I think they're all in the second. The yeah. ass blasters are the ones that can jump up I and think shoot that fire. Was a different movie. No, <laughs> they shoot fire out of their butt or something and fly fun. into the air. I swear uh, yeah, to God, yeah, yeah. they mentioned them in the fifth one. Yeah, and <laughs> see, yeah, <laughs> all right, dude. yeah. Sorry, I didn't realize you were the Tremors historian. I've seen them all. They're all garbage yeah. except for most of two, and uh, one is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm on board for this because I figure it. They just saw like Ash versus Evil Dead, and we're like, "Yay, 
We could do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure how you stretch out the Tremor story for more well, than I think one they need season to, they need or to pull even it. a lot of episodes. I hope they pull only, it back. Like, I hope they make it a legal drama. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope they pull it back to, like, we're stuck somewhere. Yeah. Because you can get a lot. I mean, you see The Walking Dead and stuff. They do yeah. a lot, like, especially the first season or whatever. You, you do a lot of, like, we're stuck somewhere. We need to figure out how to get out. Yeah. yeah. You could drag that on and have a lot of drama going on in Perfection so. yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Imperfection, more uh, like it. What? Yeah. What? Good. Anything else from uh, the, the, the news? news? No? I don't think so, man. Well, what have you guys been watching? Stuff. Oh, boy. I've been watching stuff. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys watch any Jessica Jones? Yeah, I did. Okay. Because no. I watched about two or three episodes. I did not get that far. Okay. Yeah. How many did you watch? One. One? Okay. Yeah, Casey like, Nunn? Uh, yeah, that's Casey Nunn. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. I am really enjoying it so far. Are you? Yeah. I was not down. I'm totally I was, down. I, I was like, this sucks, but I'm like, I am bored. Yeah. And I don't really like the writing. I was not bored. No? no. I, yeah. I, and you guys are totally mirroring exactly what I've heard is that it's so fucking boring. And then, oh, no, it's quite good. I really like. Is that your Dan impression? Oh, it's really quite good. Oh, no, it's, <laughs> it's really quite good. <laughs> I do talk like that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mistake you for the queen. Anywho, I really like Jessica Jones so far. <laughs> I really like his tea. Quite good. Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't know. I really like it. And I thought in the second and third episode, I really started to get uh, engrossed in what's going on. Yeah. And I really like the, the way they've been playing with flashbacks and color and stuff. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'll probably get around to it. But honestly, I've been watching too much good TV to... Mm-hmm. to Really get into it. There's too much. I got into. I started watching Fargo. Yeah, season Yay! two, and that's um, that is the best show I've seen since True Detective. I guess season one. It's. Uh, I feel like I want to say longer than that because it's so good. It's a zillion times better than season one. Yeah, and which I like is the pretty season fucking one. good. I, season one was great. Yeah, um, the performances are. Fucking ridiculous! I I sort of held off on talking about like performances or talking about that much about it until yeah. somebody else has seen it. Dan, yeah. have you seen any of it? No, dude. Uh, who do you think of Bokeem Woodbine? I fucking love Bokeem He's Woodbine. Fucking phenomenal in I, this. I hope that people figure out who Bokeem Woodbine is now. Because he's been in, I don't know what he's and filming. what he can do. He's in Toronto right now, and he's and I've seen him around. Uh, I, I, like, I keep going, hey, that's fucking Bokeem Woodbine. And everyone's like, who's that? Huh. God damn it! Why doesn't anyone know who Bokeem Woodbine is? Yeah, yeah. People Three times. Be... No one knows who Bokeem Woodbine is. Uh, was it the same person every time? Or... No. Oh. And I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> haven't, seen, haven't you seen the big hit? Where am I, where are my Bokeem heads at? <laughs> uh, well, anyway, yeah, he is he's terrific. great in the big he hit. He is. Yeah, he's a he's a very good actor. He's very funny. He's extremely and he funny. Is killing this. Fucking like. He, uh, he is he's like one of my top performances in this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm uh just uh, over the moon enjoying fucking uh, Jeffrey Donovan uh uh burn notice. Are you fucking kidding me with Dude, that guy? Yeah, yeah. I hate him so much. <laughs> he's so great. I hate him so much. <laughs> uh he's so fucking good. Yeah. Uh Nick Offerman is fucking fantastic. Yep. So good. Yeah. Uh, there's not even Kirsten Dunst is uh maybe the best work I've seen her do. Absolutely. Yeah. She's not as good as everyone else, no? but uh she but it's the best work she's ever yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Man, 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 the writing on that show. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. It's just uh And I love the things that they set up and they go, "Here we set this up. 
Are we going to pay it off? You don't know. <laughs> uh, fucking blows my mind. Um, one thing I will say, I, I really wish that this show would stop doing. They did it a lot in season one. I wish they would stop doing it in this in this season as well. Is the little nods, the little Coen Brothers nods. Yeah. Uh, like, th- they keep using, uh, like, different versions of Coen Brothers. Like, they use a, a version of Just Dropped In. See mm-hmm. condition my condition is in. Yeah. They use a different, like a rock version of uh, Man of Constant Sorrow. Uh, I didn't and, even notice. I haven't noticed anything this season. Yeah, there's little things. And I feel like one thing. I'm only like four episodes in. Oh, okay. So I haven't noticed any like real a wink. Yeah, uh, it, they're they're glaring and it's mostly musical. I, I think hmm. that one. I feel like one thing that happens is a bit of a nod. I wonder if it's a nod to um, the man who wasn't there, hmm. and people who know that movie and have watched oh, yeah. this will know what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, I, I wonder. Yeah. It's just something I wonder if it's going to pay off. I haven't seen that movie in a long, t- maybe since it came out. Man who wasn't there. Yeah, it's it's it's. It really flies really under the radar. The time, I, yeah, it's I good. fucking loved it. At the time when I watched it, it was my favorite Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've seen it all the way through twice, and I've seen the first half an hour like seven times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is a fall asleep to a movie. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's a uh, measured film. <laughs> it's great. But it has some wonderful and fucking hilarious things in it. Absolutely. I don't think that movie gets enough credit. Well, mm-hmm. What have you been watching, Casey? Uh, Well, I've... Ow! Okay. Oh God, I'm an old man. <laughs> um, I watch. I finally saw the gift. Okay. The, the gift. The gift. Uh, <laughs> I, saw, I saw the gift. Not the Sam Raimi film. Uh, no, I've seen that too. Yeah, no, but that's not what you're talking about. He was dead for thirty years. <laughs> hey, I like that movie. So do I. I know yeah, everybody does. They're yeah. wrong. This movie was pretty good. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, I was like, okay, I like, I like what you're doing with like, you know, oh, so who's the bad guy? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I thought it was just really, really pretty good. Yeah. I thought Joel Edgerton was fucking amazing. Yeah. And I thought His he did a terrific uh, job Bateman was amazing. In uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jason Bateman was fucking phenomenal yeah, too. Yeah. I really like, uh, what her, I don't know what her name was. Uh, but you know what I loved, uh, the most about this movie is, uh, when Knock Knock came out, mm-hmm. that uh, god awful yeah. um, Eli Roth film, Eli Roth movie, I was like, oh, maybe this is going to be one of those, you know, like fun, kind of sleazy, you know, early 90s thrillers. Yeah. And then The Gift came along, and this is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. yeah. Like an updated version of that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure. And I keep citing things like Pacific Heights and, yeah. uh, right. and like, uh, uh, what's Single the. White female. Yeah, that type of thing. Yeah, hand that rocks cradle. Uh, sure. Um, yeah, and this really felt sort of like that type of thing, but like with a real updated flair. Uh, yeah, I, I dug it. It wasn't the best, but I dug it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. What I, about you, Dan Gorman? What have you been watching? I yeah, watched. The fuck, a, have you been watching? I watched a ton of stuff, but I, I made. I, I thought I would pick the two that I just wanted to touch upon super quick. I watched two documentaries this weekend. Ooh, um, a couple of docs. I, I started with with uh, Banksy Does New York, oh, which yeah. is the documentary about Banksy's residency in New York where he did a piece of art every day, and they kind of follow it around. It was really quite good. I, I like Banksy. I'm not a huge Banksy fan, but this is a really fun doc, but it unfortunately... Uh, there, there's a, a bunch of sections of the movie where they cut to these two Banksy hunters 
who are like um, a, a couple who run a dog walking uh, thing in the whole movie. They're driving around in their van looking for Banksies, and they're really insufferable. Yeah, I was just going to say, does anyone slap them at any point? Now, Cause... there's other Banksy hunters who are like interesting, and they're just they're once in a like blue moon, and they say some interesting stuff. But these people don't. And they're in the movie the whole time. You're like, shut up. <laughs> but uh, it is a it's a cool movie. It's fun. Um, uh-huh. But I, I also watched a movie called, um, on the New York theme, Rebel Kings, which is about the gangs of New York um, in the late 60s, early 70s that were running around like the Ghetto Brothers and a bunch of other gangs that eventually became what would become the hip-hop scene in New York. Oh, cool. So like, there was these insane gang wars, which is like the real-life version of what was going on in the, the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, uh, this gang called the Ghetto Brothers sent this guy out to try and do like a peace treaty, and this gang like murdered him in like cold blood. And then they eventually, instead of retaliating, made this huge thing where they got all the gangs together to sign a peace treaty finally, and and that birthed into like um, all the parties that came out of that birthed into the hip hop scene and like the DJ scene and stuff. Wow. It's very cool. It's one of those documentaries where the subject matter. Um, is so fascinating. It doesn't matter that the movie's kind of ramshackle and it's mm-hmm. a little too short. It's like an hour and seven minutes, and right when it starts to get into the hip hop stuff, they wrap it up, and you're like, oh, "I'd watch this for three hours, man. Yeah, Keep going." Yeah, yeah. I, I want to watch good. them wrap it up. Yeah, <laughs> wrap it up. Yeah, man. but it's really good, and it's a quick watch, and it's tons of amazing footage from back in the day in New York City. It's just it's fascinating. R A P. Shit, man. Yeah, I'm definitely check it. Check it. What about what else? <laughs> <laughs> Wrap in. It's dope. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty good. What else? Uh, let me tell you. What else? Mm-hmm. As soon as I remember what else I watched this. <laughs> I sure did watch a lot of Fargo. That was the really, uh, that's all I've uh, been thinking about. But yeah. I did watch something that'll make you happy, Dan. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I I'll think I know. Happy yeah? Dan. Is you see the empty box this sitting empty on top of my TV? Day? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was quite cool when <laughs> I watched Quiet, quiet Cool. cool. Um, yeah, I watched Quiet Cool with James yeah. Remar. I've been saying to watch this thing. Yeah. Um, I adore that movie. <laughs> right? Yeah. I was so worried. It's so... <laughs> Good. It's a weird mashup of things, though. It, but it works. It totally works. This, the first time like, I watched it, I was like, this is crazy and ridiculous. But yeah. the second time I watched it, I was like, no, I legitimately think this is awesome. <laughs> like, this is really fucking cool. Yeah, I got to watch it again. Because there was things that go down in it that I was like, oh, I didn't know yeah. we were going <laughs> to yeah. just go here. <laughs> <laughs> It builds to a climactic... I didn't think they were going to throw his parents there. Yeah. Uh, I'll leave it alone there. (laughs) Trying to get your interest going, people, because you got to seek this movie out. Yeah, It really does build to a... I can't tell if you just spoiled something or did not spoil anything at all. (laughs) They threw his parents there. Yeah. Well, it comes out of nowhere. You're like, oh, that's okay. Because you knew they were going to throw his parents somewhere. Well, no, they're just like, oh, oh, shit, they threw his parents. Yeah. Because it's like a <laughs> right it, it's a thing that sets up like the yeah. the revenge of the movie kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a parent throwing contest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it starts off like wacky. Yeah, street cop. Man. The, the opening with him on the yeah the roller, roller, roller skate guy. Shit. Holy fuck! Ooh. I could watch that all day long. Yeah, I was like, as the whole movie is just him chasing the guy on roller skates <laughs> for ninety minutes. I'm totally in. Yeah, yeah. But it really like the stuff that they do at the end of the movie. 
like multiple times the first time I watched it, I stood up and went, oh, shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's great, man. I will watch that motherfucker again. Awesome. I'm not giving you that tape back yet. Okay. You know, one more okay. run through. You have it in your computer, don't you? I do, yeah. yeah so back off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan stopped jumping down it, his throat. And the, yeah. the music is, is awesome. It's, all, it's, it's got terrific, a great man. theme song. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy who plays uh, Joshua. Yeah. I, uh, I was, he didn't really do anything, mm-hmm. which I was, he was, he's not bad in it, but he's not good either. But I was like, he's committed to it. Yeah. He really goes really, really hard in a few scenes where he's like, I'm selling this. Yeah. I was like, anybody who's trying that hard in this movie, probably, <laughs> I don't know. Your agent sucked, buddy. Yeah. Uh, too bad. Yeah. It's, it's an under, <laughs> it's like if, like I think I said when I watched it, if you like, um, the hidden or critters, cause it's, it's a new line yeah. movie from that era. It's, yeah. it's got that, like, I don't know why people don't talk about this, man. Yeah. It's so much fun. So weird to watch James Remar. Being as a, cool. As a, like, as, as a good guy. Yeah. And like that face of his is just like, <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he would love to know your thoughts <laughs> on his fucking piece of shit face. He just looks like a fucking scumbag. That's why he played all those villains. Yeah. You know? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> He's just got the evil face, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some people got it. Yeah, this movie, I gotta tell you, it's my favorite thing this year that I found. That yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a terrific watch. Yeah. Uh-huh. It it the it definitely, like I said, the the cabin stuff at the end with the tree. Yeah. Just fucking awesome. So good. Yeah. Wicked, that does yeah, make yeah, me happy. Fucking both yeah, the, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that does make and me really a, happy. A lot of supporting cast, you're like, oh, fuck that guy. Yeah. A lot of that yeah. going on. Totally. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck that guy. Oh, fuck hey, that guy. Fuck hey, that guy. I know him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> and his stupid face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else is going on? Yeah. First of all, I feel remiss if I if I don't mention uh, that uh, Dan Gorman, you are wearing a fucking awesome hat. Yeah, yeah it's so good. But Emma got me this for my birthday. Rules. Yeah, it's made yeah. out of skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the listeners don't know. <laughs> Dan's wearing a skin hat today. <laughs> <laughs> He's leather facing it today. Yeah, you could smell how not fresh it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this got into a weird area. Yeah, that went real weird. Just like right, you, you took it like so, like instantly. Uh, yeah, you know why? Yes, and Dan. <laughs> yep. Yes, and yeah, NFB Tuke from Roots. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. National Film Board. Very good hat. Very good Canadian uh, content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's your CanCon hat. It's yeah. my CanCon hat. Um, all right. So I watched a couple of other things. One I will yeah. speak very briefly on. I watched okay. a movie called uh, People, Places, Things. Oh, yeah. I saw that one up on the what Netflix. Is that? Yeah. It's, uh, it stars um, Jermaine Clement, uh, Stephanie Allen. Uh-huh. It had a great trailer. Others, Regina Hall. Um, it had a great trailer, and then the reviews were not good, so I didn't run to watch it. Yeah, don't run to watch it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's charming, and it's just charming enough. Yeah, uh, it offers zero real insight into absolutely anything, mm-hmm. and it doesn't try to do anything new. Uh, it's pleasant enough. I can't think of any other things to say about yeah. it, so I'm done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I was the the trailer was so good, and I was like, this movie's gonna make me cry and shit. And then I went, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch this movie. I'm gonna do two things, <laughs> and I'm gonna do them simultaneously. Yeah. And then the yeah the reviews came in. And we're like, this is medi- mediocre. And I was like, okay, 
Uh-huh. It is. It's the epitome of uh, uh, mediocre. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Hmm. Hmm. I watched one other thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I watched a bunch of other things. I watched Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yay! Yay. Yeah. It's wonderful. Uh, I watched a movie called um, August Osage County. Yes. Oh, I've seen that. We did yeah, that. You guys for, watched it for right. uh, for the show, Film yeah. Roulette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, boy, I really enjoyed that movie. Mm. Um, and then also, no, I, I really enjoyed it, Yeah, but, uh, pull back the reins a little bit. Sure. I, I don't think it needed to go a certain place that it went at the end. Um, it really feels like a, a beautifully crafted, beautifully executed soap opera mm-hmm. crammed into two hours. Um, it is hands down the best thing I've ever seen Julia Roberts oh, do. Yeah. She was fucking phenomenal. Fucking great in it. Uh, you know, fucking just beating a dead horse, I guess, if you say that uh, Meryl Streep was fucking brilliant. Yeah, but, but she really was. But, like, it, it, it <laughs> is, it's just another one of those performances where you're yeah. just like, this isn't even acting. This is something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody in the movie is fucking, fucking great. Really good. But, yeah, it just feels it's like, a great oh, movie, whoa, though. Tracy just... Letts, why don't we... Uh, mm-hmm. Why don't we fucking brighten up the corners a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like I remember liking parts of it and not like, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like I should go back and listen to what we what we said about it. I feel like I hated it, but I but I also remember it a li- like fondly too. Yeah. Like I think I feel had a really like polarizing experience with it. The scene at the at the dinner table is oh, yeah. uh is shockingly accurate. Like yeah. I, I'm watching yeah. these uh, family members tear each other apart um, in these familiar ways, not necessarily familiar to me, but familiar to them. And I can feel how familiar it is to them. Mm-hmm. Juliette Lewis, her fucking performance, she has the most deceptively difficult performance yeah. and uh, she's fucking amazing. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's really something else. And yet at the same time, there's a couple things where I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. yeah, they're dysfunctional. They don't have to be that dysfunctional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, that's it's a choice. It's the writing. It's not my place to say that. It's just that's how I felt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But overall, boy, I yeah, really, yeah, no, really I, I was it. pleasantly surprised with it because I wasn't really sure going in. I'm like, I don't know if I want to see this. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, performances were so good. And I really remember there being, like, a, a very specific... Uh, atmosphere to the movie like uh well you can really a, 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 a sweatiness or a temperature you can feel yes. the heat yeah. yeah like they they talk so much about the heat in that yeah, house but it's and, really and present you know yeah oh yeah it's a very it's a very oppressively uh, yeah, yeah. uh or a, oppressive sort of ambiance yeah yeah what a what a great film mm-hmm. yeah. looks like i gave it three stars yeah huh. <laughs> <laughs> right on uh-huh that sounds about right <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Anything I would else like then? to have yeah. known what young Dan Gorman had to say. <laughs> he was probably like, "Fuck boring." <laughs> <laughs> Here's the explosions. I'm gonna go skateboard. <laughs> 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 I keep forgetting you grew up in a high C commercial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go slam this juice and cram a fifty-fifty grind. <laughs> I'm gonna take your word for it that those are all things. <laughs> Yeah, is that it then? Are we going to get into film or what? I can't think of it. We do have 90210 to look forward to. Yeah, I feel feel like I fell asleep during a lot of stuff this week. Mm -hmm. It's been a long, boring, tiring week. Yeah, I watched 20 minutes of uh, What Lies Beneath. 
Oh yeah, which uh, uh, I hadn't Ford seen before. The... I've I've th- always I've all often thought of putting that on on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Myers was like. Uh, uh, I remember really liking it, but I haven't seen it in a long time. I'd like to see if it's still good. And I was like, well, I've never seen it, but I've always meant to. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I don't know what lies beneath yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, you know that you lie in bed there's something, falling asleep. There's something down there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I, I started watching it at 930, which is a, just a, a death knell for me. Because yeah. I am asleep by 945. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, well, okay, we, should get, well. we can get into new... Uh, oh, what? This what? is why... <laughs> hey, guys, wait. What? This is why I... Uh, what? Why I brought it up. Um, I'm going to finish the rest of it. I'll let you know how it is. Uh, but it was written by Clark Gregg. Okay. Isn't that weird? Oh. Yeah. Really? I didn't know he wrote movies. Neither did I. It's a Zemeckis joint, too, right? It is a Zemeckis yeah. joint. Mm. I don't know. Is it, huh. Does it seem like... I, I, I'm so off and on with Zemeckis. Yeah. I kind of want to know what he would make a movie, like a thriller with I'm that. not nuts about it, that yeah. movie. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah. beneath. It's really watchable, though. Okay. But some of it, I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, I don't no, watch the rest of it, and uh, I don't think an it's awful better lot than a lot of the trash that kinda... that's like it. You know, yeah. yeah. There's some. There's a couple of like really good. Is that ninety moments? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is uh, that like? Is that into the two thousands yet? I f- I no, feel like that's no, still nineties. Like like, yeah, like ninety eight or something. Two thousands. It got real bad for those kind of thrillers. Fuck yeah! And and I feel like they were so good and trashy in the nineties, like you were saying, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. gift was recalling, and yeah. I and I feel like it came around eventually with things like the gift, but for a while there. The two thousands for like a long up. time, yeah. man. You can't watch a good thriller no more. Like, have you tried to watch that one with Keanu Reeves? Which, is what? it the collector or the watcher? Oh yeah, that's I tried so, to watch that so once, bad. being like, "Oh, a shitty thriller with him <laughs> as the bad guy." I'm sure this will be entertaining, <laughs> and so... I turned it off so quick. Uh, no, I saw the whole thing. You should watch the whole thing. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it gets bonkers by the end. Oh like, my what god, what are we doing here? Yeah, who okayed this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go. All right. Well, All right. you know what? I'm gonna okay. What? A trip on down to film roulette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This edition of Film Roulette is brought to you by Suspect Video at 605 Markham Street in Toronto. Yeah. They are... uh, One of Toronto's oldest uh, alternative video stores. Mm. I guess you would call it because they they focus a lot on horror movies. Rarities. Weird imports. It was the first place I ever saw um, a video of uh, Faces of Death. Oh. So they've got that. Yeah. (laughs) They also sell like uh, horror movie t-shirts. If you want a t-shirt with a Canon logo on it. Yeah. Get them there. They're uh, basically like the store version of uh, our show. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Lots. Yeah. Of, I think they have some VHS, and they have like you can get magazines and yeah. you can get your Fangoria there. VHS there, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So check them out uh, again. The physical stores at six hundred five Markham Street in Toronto. Yeah, right on the uh, side of uh, Honest Ed's. Yeah, yeah. So check them out. And now, on to film roulette. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week we picked Creed, but the loser has to watch something terrible that we have picked to go along with the winner. This week the loser was the sports-themed uh, uh, double feature with Air Bud, seventh inning fetch. Casey had to watch that. <laughs> But uh, the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week, Casey lost and gave us an Enya album. We will tell you all about those movies, that uh, album. Hey, did uh, did any of you guys like it? Well, <laughs> I've been waiting a week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we will tell you about that and more, and we'll roll for movies next week. Um, 
let's get talking about Creed, directed by Ryan Coogler, um, starring Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone uh, from 2015. This film is about the former world heavyweight champion Rocky Balboa serving as a trainer and mentor to Adonis Johnson, the son of his late friend and former rival, Apollo Creed. Also stars Tessa Thompson, um, amongst others. So this is, I guess... I guess a spinoff, but not really a spinoff. Just yeah. Like it's, it's, I don't know. It's I think not exactly Rocky seven, but no, but it's, it's not, also not that either. Yeah. Um, but so this was Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan. They previously collaborated on Fruitvale station. Yes. Very successfully. Um, I think. Yeah. Which was very critically yeah, successful. Fucking mm-hmm. ruled. I don't think he's done anything since then. Who the coup? Yeah. I think this is his follow up. Call him the, the coup. No, I think so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so big. Uh, this thing gained a lot of buzz in the weeks up to it. I think yeah. once the pre-reviews came out, it was a it was a big, big buzz about yeah. how good this movie is. Yeah. Um, and then we got to watch it. Yeah, we now. Did. I think <clears throat> history <clears throat> for perspective. Yeah, I love Rocky. Yes, the first movie. Me too. It's one of the movies I've seen the most in my life. It's just. It's just so good. It's just <laughs> so good. Um, and it is one of those uh, movies that I feel like... Uh, I feel like when I heard people talking about Creed... Because I work um, with people that are a few years younger than me. And I feel yeah. like I heard people saying, like, Creed, pff, ugh, what gross. Like, some boxing, like, Rocky movie. And I think yeah, yeah. people... A lot of, of a younger generation don't realize that Rocky One is is like just a one of the best movies that anyone's ever made. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's one of those movies that I think there's a generation gap of people yeah. that just think like Rocky, Rambo, oh, those yeah, movies yeah. are or dumb. Or how good Stallone's performances in yeah. Rocky One and in First Blood. Absolutely. So I think those are. I think that's a weird people thing about him. People forget that he can really act. Yeah. Um, He's and an Oscar nominee. Yeah. Yeah. And especially that his two long running um, franchises both started with like. Not prestige pictures. Well, I no. mean, Rocky at least, but yeah. like First Blood was not just like, it's I got a fairly gun. tight and classy yeah. thriller. It's so With good. a message. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people of people a younger, forget. Cause yeah. Ram- well, because Rambo, First Blood Part 2, immediately goes off the <laughs> fucking rails. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. You know, out of, out of control. And then the Rocky series, like, two plays it fairly close to the first one, but then by th- like three and four are cartoons. Yeah. And They're th- fucking fantastic cartoons. <laughs> Uh, and then five was one of the worst. We just don't talk about five. Five doesn't <laughs> exist. We all just yeah. No thanks. I I see. I love the first Rocky, but I I don't. I never really followed the the series through, and I don't really like. I've seen some of the sequels, but I've never whoa, really cared. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What I've seen like. Have you seen three and yes, four? Yeah, all I've the seen way, them, yeah? but I don't. I'm, my point is like I didn't follow them through, as in like. I don't care right. about the overarching, like, what's going on in the yeah. world of Rocky. It's just like, well, I love the first movie. It's like, yeah, I don't know. You get the great, the, the real movie, and then the popcorn silly ones, yeah. and you can just watch them all. Yeah. I have done that. I've watched them all in a row before. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been a massive, massive fan of Rocky since I was a little kid. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I'll watch that movie probably once every two years at least, I'd say. Yeah. That's kind of how the pattern goes. It's so good. So, so good. And I really liked Rocky Balboa, the one that uh, Stallone did. See, I actually have not seen that one. Oh, man, you should. It's great. It's it's super good. It's really fucking good. Um, That's one one of the ones I haven't seen, yeah. um, And, yeah. So, anyway, I I thought that was a really good, classy way to wrap things up. And so, when I heard there was going to be this Creed movie, I was like, this sounds like a bad idea. I'm like, oh man, they're gonna Stallone's gonna do it. Then when I heard that, I'm like, ah, but he fucking he ah, he put such a 
beautiful bow on it, like with Balboa. Yeah, okay. I'm like, don't fuck it up. You're gonna yeah. fuck it up. This is a silly idea. Oh, man. Anyway, <laughs> did you did you connect with the idea of the plot when they said what it was gonna be about? I was well. At first, I the think the first thing I heard was that it was supposed to be Apollo Creed's grandson. Okay, and he's gonna get trained by Rocky. I'm like, this sounds like just stunt movie casting or ideas, you know, and just like mm-hmm. we're just gonna figure something out. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like a basic idea, you know, as opposed to an inspired thought about telling a story or, you know, saying okay. something, you know. And so just, you know, getting ready to watch this, I rewatched Rocky. I watched that fucking uh, Jake Gyllenhaal boxing movie. And that's exactly how to make a, a not, how to not make a boxing movie. Yeah. Where the guy's not really, he's not fighting for something, you know, he's fighting some, the bad guy yeah. to win his daughter back but it's like everything he's doing fighting is going against everything that his character should be learning you know what I mean so it didn't fit I'm like I don't I don't care if this guy wins the fight I know he's going to yeah and there's no drama to this it's exactly how to make a bad boxing movie most boxing movies are pretty good yeah Paradise Alley (laughs) amazing (laughs) it's wrestling isn't it I guess yeah I guess so (laughs) yeah that's true Um, (laughs) (laughs) that was enjoyable (laughs) Um, yeah so it's a good sport that you can really have as a mirror to uh, you know I don't want to say the human condition but yeah you know uh, emotional journeys Mm mm-hmm um, so I was, after I found out that it was, who wasn't behind this and mm-hmm. I got to know a little bit more about Michael B. Jordan, I was like, okay, I'm hopeful. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, I, so then I saw the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so Casey, uh, yeah. <laughs> we both Guys, saw it. did you like it? We both saw it. Um, yeah. yeah. So I guess, um, I will say, yeah, like I, I, I feel like for me. I I enjoyed this movie mm-hmm. and I feel like it is a very good movie. Mm-hmm. But I just it didn't land for me the way that I feel like it's landing for everybody else. I thought and I think maybe it's because I didn't like Kugler's direction and writing uh for Fruitvale Station. And I think there are things about this movie that I see that remind me of the things I didn't like about Fruitvale Station. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe it's just my personal like reaction to his style i think they're the fucking listen the performances in this movie mm-hmm. are outstanding yes they are if 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 stallone doesn't get a nomination i'll be pretty upset like yeah. he's that fucking good he's that good movie. he's so goddamn uh, it's, yeah. it's like the best thing that i've ever seen it's such movie. a wonderful performance and i think he's so well served by someone else wrote it someone else is directing it yes he doesn't have I to wear seven hats he just shows up and yeah. you know tap into this character that he really knows how to there play. There are things Sorry, that he, he doesn't d- wear seven hats? <laughs> <laughs> Except for that hat shopping scene. <laughs> no, he wears seven actual hats, just not metaphorical hats. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think some of the stuff that he's doing facially in some of these scenes are some of the best acting he's ever yeah, done. Yeah, well, again, people forget, this guy's a terrific fucking yeah. actor. It's re- uh, He's really good. He's really good, and it's a really measured performance. It's yeah. a quiet performance. Even when there's dialogue written for him that he could get really big and yeah. flat with he absolutely he does, does not, not yeah. and pulls it all. No, oh boy, is it Michael good. B. Learner? Oh my god, yeah, so that good. Guy is a fucking great actor, yeah, and uh, very interesting to watch his eventual uh landing at superstardom because yes. boy, is this kid good. And and e- even though I said there are things I don't like about the direction, the, the direction of the boxing mm-hmm. is spectacular, really good. Like the things in this movie that I loved, I really, really loved. Like the there, the, there's two boxing scenes where it's like 
obviously i don't think they did it in one shot but mm-hmm. it's like a bunch of scenes stitched together to look like one shot and yeah. you're like damn this yeah. is putting you in the ring yeah you got all these like the sounds coming from the different channels and yeah, you're yeah. following the whole you almost forget that it's one shot because it's yeah. so visceral it's just so so good yeah 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 uh and i did i, I liked the direction I, I, the whole film i yeah. really liked the movement of it and i really liked that it focused on more than just a big fight against some bad guy because it yes. wasn't that at all you know and like i thought you know the heart of the first rocky movie is it's a romance totally that's what it is and there's some of that in and this some too. of those romance scenes i really liked yeah i like a lot like, yeah. really nice she's great tessa she is really uh, good. tessa you got her uh, name here. yeah um i've never seen her in anything before but tessa uh, thompson she's great she's very good and i thought some of those romance scenes she was in selma dear white people oh. Oh, uh, who have is seen she in Dear in White People? Uh, in Dear White People, she was Sam White. All right, yeah, I don't remember go. that character yeah. at all. <laughs> um, um, like some of their like dates and stuff yeah. were just so well, so good. Well and this also, this movie did a really good job of making the environment part of it. Like it really brought out a vibe of Philadelphia in a very cool way. Yeah, not in some lame like we think New York is a character in yeah, this movie yeah. kind of. Yeah. Just by having, you know, <laughs> skyline shots or something. Totally. Uh, there was just a really cool, uh, I don't know, welcoming feeling to the uh, community of mm-hmm. the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, boy. I Good. get. I guess when I say his, like, because I, I agree about the visuals of this movie. I think it the way the cinematography are great. But I mm-hmm. guess when I think of the stuff that didn't rub me the right way in terms of direction, it feels more like I... Like, I, I really didn't like uh, Fruitville Station. I thought it was, like, such an important movie that we needed, but it was just not a good movie. Mm-hmm. And I, like, like I just felt like it was very film schooly in the script we talked about. I think Casey and I went kind of back and forth on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think you're crazy. I yeah. think, like, I and, I I, and like there's, there's elements of that here. I like, like, the rules that people say in film are, like, show, don't tell. And I feel like when Ryan Coogler, when he's showing... I still feel like it's telling sometimes. Like yeah. there's a thing in the beginning in this movie when you see Creed for the first time and he's meeting uh um <laughs> and he goes, "Hey, look at that. Look over there." <laughs> and he, he goes, "Can I take you higher?" <laughs> um no, and he's like meeting um he, he's meeting Felicia uh, Rashad. Yes. Yeah. And and she's like going to playing Felicia Rashad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's yeah, basically he goes to a fan uh a fan expo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like a Felicia Rashad fan yeah, expo. Yeah. You yeah. see him for the first time. Rashad, like, But she does not talk about the Cosby show. <laughs> no, <laughs> do not no. bring up the Cosby Nor would I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, so there's like a scene of the, the opening of the movie is him meeting her and she's going to take him in and, and we get this like, you, you get this shot of his fist because the whole scene his fist is clenched and you get this shot, insert shot of his fist unclenching because he's letting his guard down. Right. And I was kind of like, I feel like you don't, either trust this actor to do that properly that, or you just like feel like you need the insert like i feel like i could have got that without your like the fist is unclenching yeah that does sound forgive me uh, a little heavy-handed and <laughs> and I, and it's not like i think this movie's great i just don't think for me it wasn't that like like i don't even think i would put this on my best of the year i think i'd just be like this is a really good movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's i don't know i feel like there's a disconnect because of my love of the first movie but not real like i don't really like the stuff of him at the graveyard yeah like i feel like that should have made me really emotional and i was just kind of like okay this is yeah. good acting it, this, a lot of stuff you would have been more well serviced by having seen rocky balboa yeah 
because that's the, that that chair being where it was in that tree. Those like that's all yeah, know, yeah established yeah. and really well done in that movie. So they're not going to just like redo a lot of oh, scenes totally. from that. So I'm for me watching it and the setup of the restaurants exactly the same as it was in the other movie. You know the the painting yes, being there yeah. and shit. I was like, oh man, it had this warm thing that they don't beat you over the head with. So when that when you get to the graveyard and he pulls his little yeah. his chair that's still in the same fucking spot where he sits down to, you know, yeah, uh, it, it was great. I was just like, ah, good, they've kept this energy mm-hmm. here from a really successful little touch to the yeah. story, you know. So that kind of stuff, not getting too deep into it, I thought was better for this movie. Yeah. Know? Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I really liked this. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really. Good. I just I had such a great uh, and like a good when a, a a movie like this, a Rocky movie or anything else, like when it, at the end of it you feel like a little this charged movie, up, a little yeah, you know. Inspired. The finale of this movie is fantastic. Yeah. It builds to a, a climactic fight and and leaves you on on a, such a perfect note yeah. that it's easy to walk out. Yeah. Like, oh man. Yeah. Definitely. Like that final scene, I was like, okay, that's how you end this movie. Totally. Definitely. Totally. Yeah, really, it's really. It's at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and they rolled the credits. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, nice move. Yeah. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> you know what? If I was making this movie, I would have turned the lights on when it ended too. Yeah. <laughs> Perfection. I'm glad he sent that note to everybody, every yeah, theater. Yeah. But then putting all them words about what everybody did in this, yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> really good movie. Yeah. <laughs> I would have probably forgot about the the copyright, though. You got to look at that. <laughs> that. That was the twist ending yeah. that made it for me. Yeah, <laughs> copyright 2015. Damn, <clears throat> <clears throat> they got the year right and everything. <laughs> you should just get points for that. <laughs> uh, you know what? What accent? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of characters we got here? Um, yeah, yeah. It was. Oh fuck! I really liked it. I don't watch it again. Yeah, and probably a couple more times. I'm really <laughs> like, I need to watch. Rocky Balboa again now. Too. I will. I will circle back on that for sure. Yeah, I saw that on opening day in the theater, Rocky Balboa, and it was a fucking fantastic movie experience because it was actually pretty full. Yeah, the theater, and there was just two moments where the audience was just so involved in that movie when the first like blast of the uh, Rocky theme for like workout montage. Yeah, hit, it hits like at a really good build up to it, and the whole theater was like, wow. Did what everybody sat down on attack at the same time? <laughs> uh, so I have a cold and if I wouldn't a different uh, yelling I might have put phlegm on this microphone. Yeah. Um and then at the end of the movie fucking everyone was cheering and clapping. I was like, This is the best. I yeah. wanna go run up a mountain. Nope. <laughs> Did people uh cheer at the, the music for this one? No, because okay. they don't fucking really ram it down no. your throat. They no, like, when get the, at yeah. it a little bit, but they leave it alone because this is Creed's movie, not Rocky's. Yeah. And uh yeah. Yeah, man. Uh I I was just so happy with it. Just so so happy with this movie. And yes, Stallone just fucking killed it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, CCC this movie. Speaking of being happy, yeah. Casey got to sit down, prop his feet up, and watch Air Bud's seventh inning fetch. And we want to know how happy this made him. This is directed by Robert Vince, who has done plenty of Air Bud and other um, primate-related yeah, yeah. movies. This has Vince's fingerprints all over. <laughs> okay. Most Extreme Primate, Most Vertical Primate, I believe he did. A bunch of them. Um <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Written by uh, uh, Robert Vince as well, uh, starring Jeffrey Ballard, Jay Bazo, Jason <laughs> Bryden, uh, heavy hitters. Um, yeah. and, and, uh, all, all raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> 
And uh, IMDb <laughs> describes the plot as Josh has gone to college and his little sister, Andrea, enlists their dog, Buddy. <laughs> Don't say it like that. In her baseball team, just as Buddy's puppies are kidnapped by Rocky the Raccoon. Classic Rocky and his kidnapping abilities. Uh, love it. I love it. Hijinks abound. Is this like a direct sequel to the other ones? Is the same dog? I don't know. Is it's there a the, through it's line? It's in the universe. <laughs> This is the ABU. This is yeah. This is sort of their. Uh, this is like uh, Airbuds Avengers. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um, Tell us about it. Okay. <laughs> you loved it, didn't you? Uh love is a strong word. Uh-huh. Um, that as you is, choose. To as agree is with. movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the first Airbud movie I've ever seen. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Wait a second. This is followed by Super Buddies. So do they get away from the air? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I I really had to spend some time with that sentence. Yeah. Okay, go on. Um, well, I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Uh, like, there's a lot of Air Bud movies, but and then and then I it think says, they got into Air Bud Presents. Okay, know? Air Bud Presents. Super that's Buddies. like fucking Russell Madness was yeah. Air Bud Presents. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So this was called uh, Air Bud Seven Inning Fetch. Fetch. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I I don't know what to. This isn't a movie, um, <laughs> but but and yet it kind of is. I guess it's like a kids movie. Yeah, I don't know what to say about this movie. This was the most boring <laughs> hour and a half I've perhaps ever spent. There was a movie that I saw that was a remake that I had to see for this show that was like uh, uh, I don't even know what it was called. I don't know why I'm bringing it up. Uh-huh. It was really boring. And there was nothing in it. Yeah. That is that is very much what this movie is. And yet there were a couple of things that are really glaringly bizarre about this oh, movie. I thought yeah. you were going to say great. Um, yeah. Does the dog talk? Nobody talks. <laughs> <laughs> it was a silent film. A very silent artistic. Film. Artistic yeah. choice. Vince's fingerprints classic. Yeah. That's his, uh, that's his milieu. Yeah. yeah. Every Airbud movie I is different. I ask the dog talks in Russell Madness. Okay. So does that oh, monkey. Oh, seriously? The monkey talks. So too. does that monkey. Yeah. Does the raccoon talk? Uh, no, but no. No, no the animals. animals. How do you know that the raccoon is kidnapping people? Why does it kidnap? Well, that's the thing is that the raccoon is not kidnapping anybody. No, I've no, been misled. Yeah, you have been. I don't know why they IMDb. even say that. The, like the the raccoon is loosely affiliated with these two scientists. Basically, what the scientists. <laughs> There's more of an associate. There's that. There's that raccoon that's friends with those scientists. Uh, 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 Not friends. Okay. (laughs) I know them. That's the raccoon talking. Um, Yeah. So basically, there's these two scientists, and they're trying to isolate the sports gene. Okay. Science. Perfect. Um, (laughs) And so they they have to uh, extract it from Air Bud. And his pu- puppies. Yeah. Okay, so the, the puppies are in it as well. Oh, and, and uh, so, so maybe that's why it becomes air, air bu- super space buddies. buddies or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Do they uh, go to space? These puppies. These I buddies? imagine as such. In space. No one can hear you, puppies. Bud. <laughs> uh, anyway. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What the shit am I talking about? Uh, yeah, so the scientists, through these two bumbling scientists, nobody is given anything to do. There, there's the script is all is entirely expository, uh-huh. but it's like the director was like, uh, "I everybody just ham it the fuck up." <laughs> but the director also wrote this, so yeah. I, I don't understand what's happening there um, because everybody is mugging their tits off, uh-huh. but just saying things like. Um, uh, Where'd well, my tits we, go? We gotta go. We gotta <laughs> go find those dogs. But they're like all over the screen, like just whacking it it up to to just ridiculous levels. Yeah. But yet there's there's nothing going on. It is the most bizarre thing, and yet it's a vacuum of entertainment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we start out and we've got uh, various dogs playing various sports. We got a dog basketball. We got another dog. These do these uh, seem like sport. clips from other movies? Yeah. No, no. I think this was all filmed okay. for this one. Because uh, it'd be very easy just to reach into the Airbud archives. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he's played basketball. The and, ABA. Yeah, yeah. but uh, uh, yeah, what, Bud Vince or golf? whatever his name is has a little more integrity. <laughs> oh, I would love a, do- a golfing dog movie. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen National Lampoon presents Golf Punks? No. Okay. Just wondering. All right. <laughs> Why would Me we either. have seen that? <laughs> I don't know. I have. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What year is that from? Uh, I don't know. Like the 2000s. It's got like the Tom Arnold vehicle. Oh my God. It's a Tom Arnold joint. Jesus. <laughs> I feel like I've heard of it. It's it's pretty <laughs> outrageously bad. <laughs> but uh, th- this movie doesn't have um, Tom Arnold. Instead, this movie has Richard Karn and uh, Cynthia Stevenson. I feel like he's in like eight of these movies. Oh, more than I feel like he was they in probably Spy Mate or something, which I also saw. Uh, <laughs> God bless Richard Karn. I don't understand the appeal of him, but he seems like he's having an awfully good time. He just seems like your dad's friend. Who, uh, uh, you know, who's just having a fun time in front of the camera. Yeah. Um, zero charisma or anything. Uh, Cynthia Stevenson also. So, yeah, there's a little girl and she's upset that her brother's going away to college and he goes away to college. I have so many notes for this. You Why? I have so many notes because I okay. made notes the whole I time. I want to know what just. Out, but I don't want to say any of these no. notes. Give us an outline of the plot. Okay, so he's playing baseball with his girl, his sister's team. Something. Uh, well, she's not good at anything. This little girl has no identity, uh, and she's got a best friend, and um, and so they they're trying to figure out things to do. She's not good at gymnastics. She's not good at this or that. So they try out for baseball, and she sucks at baseball too. But her best friend is, like, super good at baseball. So uh, her best friend, so the coach is like, hey, you're going to be on the team. But the best friend is like, I won't play baseball unless you let her Her on the team, too. Which I was like, oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. Um, And so the coach is like, all right, fine. But she sucks. 
And then... Um, How's the dog get into this? Uh, not for quite a while. Uh. It's just it's just a lot of uh, this girl being really bad at baseball, and the dog is just sort of like sitting off to the side. And then eventually the dog just comes and teaches her how to play baseball. Now, okay. But the dog doesn't talk, right? The dog does not talk what at f- all. Well, I don't understand that. The dog is how like, do they Ooh. find out the dog is good at baseball? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he just runs in and like Does bunts. he pick up a bat? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got a bat. Does he he's... stand like a dude and... Uh, no, that's the thing. It just goes in his mouth. Like there was a lot oh, about he bats what, with his mouth. Yeah, there was a lot about what happened in my mind that I was very excited about, <laughs> but it did not happen on. Is screen. there a lot of the dog with the bat in its mouth, like hitting the ball? Is there a lot of that? There's not a lot of it. There's one or two of those. Oh, oh man. that's not very um, much for a movie about baseball. No. Uh, yeah, no. There's. I have so many notes. What does the raccoon do? Uh, yeah. Well, the raccoon is he stealing is, them for the the fancy sports gene. He's helping. Yeah, he's helping the. How the two is he scientists. helping the scientists? What do the What's the deal? How do they negotiate? Yeah. We'll give you some a garbage. raccoon with tasks. We'll give you some hot garbage <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> no, the the raccoon is just with them. Well, and all Why? they ever do is talk about how they need to to steal the dogs. Do they regard? Do they know the raccoon's there? Do they regard it? Uh, like yo raccoon, you, are are you asking me if the raccoon is in their imagination? <laughs> if it's a theoretical just, raccoon, yeah, I don't know. It I represents the raccoon in Why all of us. Why do scientists have a raccoon with them? There's no. Then he can't even talk. There's no explanation. Why would why, why would you have a raccoon if it doesn't even talk? Maybe they're working on it, uh, getting it to talk. Yeah, maybe they're like injecting it with the talk gene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Nobody injects anything with anything. Yeah. Seriously, though, are they like? Do they talk to the raccoon or tell it to do things? Uh, like they say, like, "Hey, raccoon, go and get the keys or something." Oh man. <laughs> It's like they're giving it menial tasks. Yeah, they're like, oh, what What could we, I don't know. So he's their butler? <laughs> he's sort of just like there. He's not like a pet or anything because they're yeah. sort of mean to him. Right. But he also doesn't really regard them that much. Right. Um, That's bizarre. What, with him being a raccoon. And all, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. <laughs> so these, these are just... A, a pair of characters that just don't really care to be together, but are together and yeah. don't care to work together, but do it anyway. Uh, and they're doing like a, they're kind of like a, a couple of wacky, like bumbling yeah. scientists. So is like, it that they want to steal the puppies? <laughs> yeah, they, they want to they <laughs> steal the puppies. So they go around and they round up the puppies and they do steal yeah. them. But then eventually, spoiler alert, they get them back. Um, well, what happens is the raccoon, who we don't see any process with this raccoon. Or is that anything. raccoon oh, turned a lazy good? raccoon the, actor? The raccoon is just there for a while, and then the dogs are are you know locked up in the cages, and the raccoon just gives them the keys, and then they and lets them out. Yeah. So it's like the raccoon was like a double agent or something, but right. like, the, the but raccoon... you don't see any transformation in the in the raccoon's <laughs> the, character the arc. His you you don't see arc. a change of heart or anything. Uh. Well, the raccoon's like, I'm tired of giving the keys to these guys. I'll give the keys to these puppies. As well, I'm gonna give the keys to these guys and then go wash some food in the river. Yeah, uh, uh, oh. with my weird little hands. With like burgers and things. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know what the fucking raccoon wants. <laughs> like um, one of those like cartoon bones with a piece of meat, a perfect piece of meat on it. Yeah, do they feed it cartoons? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, perfect meat? I don't know. 
I'm not 100% sure what we're talking about right Listen, now. Listen, when you watch a cartoon or play a video game and you get those perfect, like, little white bones with the big hunk yeah, of I was kidding. Feet. I know exactly what you Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, you know. Yeah. Yep. Um, the beginning anyway. of Rocket Robin Hood. Exactly. <laughs> um... <laughs> A lot of leftovers. Anyway, what happens at the end of this movie? Uh, they win. Okay. <laughs> a game or uh, life? <laughs> life. <laughs> they win at life. <laughs> they're like, we're the best. There's a there, the guy calling the um the games is doing the weirdest, most shameless Jay Peterman. Oh, really? Uh, uh, impression. But again, they've given him nothing but expository. No, it's not expository dialogue. It's it's like he's just calling the game. Yeah. Well, this little girl is up to bat, and oh, she strikes out. But he's doing this mugging that you should almost see the movie just for this guy yeah. because <laughs> this is his fucking big break, and yeah. he will be god damned if he's not going to take it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, and he just takes it way the fuck over the top to the point where you're just like, I am so embarrassed for you right now. That I love you. Uh-huh. So maybe watch it just for well, him. And what did he say when you said that? Uh, he said, look, uh, <laughs> I'm not really looking for a relationship right now. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, they win at the end. Okay. And then, uh, uh-huh. and, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Do they have to like baseball. save a park or something? Or? No, no, they, they, they just, just have to win save a game. Them. No, they have to they save. They just have to show up some kids. Do they play against adults or kids? Kids. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, but then there's a little denouement. Uh, uh, at the end, where three months later, or sorry, I think it was nine months, guys. <laughs> um, and we're at uh, the Anaheim Angels. Is it the Anaheim Angels? Yeah. Weren't they different angels yeah. before? All right. Um, they were and, the California and, Angels, and then they just went right. specific to the city. All right. Uh, and and now we're in uh, Anaheim Angels Stadium, uh-huh. and uh, Airbud is on the team. Okay. He's on a professional baseball team. Yeah, playing uh, in the World Series. Oh. And uh, what, do they you win? Like... You tell me. Mm, yes. <laughs> I was he not hit a, yeah. a grand slammer? So, uh, yeah, he, gra- he grand slams the baseball. Okay. And then wins the cup. Right. <laughs> yeah. He wins the golden bat. <laughs> yeah. Or but I feel bad for all those kids who lost the big game. And their parents, for, you know, when they come home, tell them, hey, what happened at the game? Well, we, a bunch of dogs beat us at baseball. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, not going to be good for uh, the self-esteem. Oh, no. This is going to be a weird moment in my life. <laughs> I'll remember this forever. But if, Yeah, but I'm sure they're all like the ragtag like bullies, so they deserve to yeah, were they No, bad no, no. Did nobody had a personality. <laughs> yeah. Just a bunch of kids who lost a baseball game to some dogs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they were neither here nor there about it. No. They were like, well. Nope, I deserve to lose. That's what happens <laughs> when you play a bunch of dogs who have the sports gene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had a leg up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Maybe if I had the sports gene, I could have beaten those dogs, yeah. but I don't. Um <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe those scientists were like about to have this big breakthrough where they like get the sports gene into like a capsule and everybody can take it when like everybody would be the most healthy people in the world and this dog just fucked over like the best thing human race could have had. Yeah, yeah. and it's not like they <laughs> say we need to uh rip these dogs apart to get at the 
delicious sports it's gene inside. Blood. Yeah, maybe there's like, like one drop of blood, and yeah, now the exactly. whole everybody is amazing. Yeah. Maybe it's just like here, dog, cough into this Kleenex, and we'll uh, <laughs> save the world. I don't know if that's what dogs yeah. do, but does the uh, raccoon watch the big game? Uh, no, the raccoon's done after that. The raccoon's like, you know Wait what? A I gave you the keys. I'm going back to my home planet. <laughs> I, 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 by the way, guys, I'm I assume alien. the raccoon is an alien. Does anybody, any any animals fart in this movie? Not. There was nary a fart. Oh, damn. At one point pee in a, anyone's face. At one point, a baby does pee on a little girl, and I was like, <laughs> "What? A baby does?" Uh, a baby dog or a baby person? No, a baby human being. Pees on they pee a on a human lady. On a human lady. Well, no, a, a human girl. girl. Well, she's like 12. She's like in the background a of a shot. <laughs> she's not a girl, not yet a woman. Okay. Um, well, there's yeah. no good segue here. No. Um, but, but Casey, last week you got to give us an album. Big time. And uh, big time. You can explain why you picked what you did and what it is. Well, uh, the album is uh, the new 2015 release from Enya. Yep. And I picked it because it's a new album from Enya. Yes. (laughs) Eighth studio album from the Irish musician. Mm Mm-hmm. Released this November, uh, first in a, in first since two thousand eight. Worst nickname anybody's given her. Ah, uh, the old Irish musician. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. First since two thousand eight, um, and this this album received mostly positive reception. Uh, it, all of the reviews that I read seemed to say this is her best since her first few albums. I guess yeah. um, uh, it seemed like every reviewer that I had read was familiar with her work and and enjoyed it in the past. So I can kind of understand that, I imagine. Um, but I'd never, ever heard an Enya album. And I actually don't no. know how much Enya... I feel like Enya is a thing I just assumed I knew what it sounded like and yeah. it sounded like this. But I don't know. Like, I don't really... I don't think I could picture what A Day Without Rain sounds like. Yeah. I, like, I don't know how it goes. I just know it sounds like an Enya song. Yeah. Didn't she have like a sail away or something? Hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Is that her? No, I feel like her? I know that. Yeah. I yeah. feel like there's a yeah, there's a whole group of musicians like that. Enya, Zamfir, uh like there's a bunch of of people who You're just, just do a thing. You're making things up, aren't you? Yeah. I made up Zamfir. <laughs> Hungzar and <laughs> Hungzar, <laughs> Hungzar, the <laughs> alien raccoon, Swam Schmer and oh, Swam Schmer, <laughs> my favorite. Um, yeah, so I I listened to this album. Yeah, see, so all music, Pitchfork, Newsday, The Guardian, Metacritic, all, like this thing got re- good reviews from yeah. everybody. Yep. Um, so c- coming into this thing with nothing. Mm-hmm. In terms of really knowing what she's about, mm-hmm. I, I'll say that I can understand why they must like this, and I will say that once I got used to, like after the first listen, once I got used to what this music sounds like, yeah. I found things to like. Is the best thing I can say about sure. this, but I didn't like it as an album. Yeah. Sure, but there was a couple songs in here where I was like, I can get with this melody, and I get why people like this because yeah. I can get down with some super ambient music for sure. Yeah, I knew what to expect just from like, I, I kind of you know I remember the sound yeah. and there being kind of like a a punchline for people not into the totally. sort of music you know yeah, <clears throat> um, but uh, I put it on and uh, I kind of liked it. <laughs> 
Like because I, once... I, you know, what I did. It was the the circumstance. Okay. I put it on as I began to uh, paint what will be my daughter's room. Yeah, and I painted all afternoon with the nice sun coming in, listening to this album, and I was mm-hmm. like, "This is delightful." <laughs> I that, feel like I it's, hope it's that like... this album is forever tied to your relationship <laughs> with your daughter, <laughs> and it brings tears. To yeah, your eyes I think it's time. like really pretty. I can't differentiate one song from another, but it's a nicest wash of pleasant mm-hmm. sounds. I, I think it's. Uh, uh, the, the thing about Enya is like the aesthetic gets more shit than really what she's doing. Yeah. Like the first song, the humming. Like yeah. once I got halfway into that song, I was like, oh no, I legitimately like this song. Yeah. And the then, song is called the humming. Yeah. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think like, you would uh, enjoy parts of this album. I think so too. Because yeah, there's stuff like some there's of the melodies. You're like, like yeah. okay, I get yeah. this. It's beautifully produced. Yeah, it's, sure. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I thought she he... doesn't go too heavy on the rain stick. <laughs> no, no, and it's not as like new age. No, it it has that sound. Yeah, but it's mostly just like kind of I don't know. It just yeah I don't know how to explain a washy kind of like like. Atmospherics, yeah, very atmospheric. I, I thought even in the shadows was a good song. Yes, that's a very good song. That's a really good song. I like, quite like that. Tune. Like there was three or four songs on yeah. this eleven track album that I was like, <laughs> I'm down, and then the, the rest yeah. of it I was like, I can't, un- yeah, I don't, don't know, know which uh, one this there is. There wasn't anything where I was like, this sucks. No, I not, am not at all delighted. <laughs> yeah, but, when this when this you album guys took an Enya album and yeah. went all right. Well, when yeah. this album is bad, it's just. There, yeah, and then like fifteen minutes later, you're like, okay, no, but now there's a melody here that I can get with, right? Yeah. And and yeah, like I don't know if I'm gonna run back to any of these songs, but I definitely found a few. Like yeah, like as a whole, I was just kind of like, okay, I get why people like this a lot. I get why people don't like it. Yeah, but there was definitely some moments for sure. For sure. Yep. All right. Yeah, it was. It reminded me. All right. I was trying to put my finger on what it reminded me of, and I don't know if it was Kate Bush or it was something we listened to for the for the the show Time Bandits. There was something that we had listened to that was like moments of this I kind of understood. Sinead O'Connor? So, maybe Sinead O'Connor, yeah. Where I was kind of like I got, I don't know, it just reminded me of something I couldn't put my finger on. Yeah. I felt like it was from something from the 80s. Yeah. But yeah, no, there's there's a like I yeah, yeah the humming. I don't know that I really go back to this, but it wasn't an unpleasant it's, experience. No, it's when they dr- it's when Enya drops the rhythmic stuff. Yeah, like when it becomes like a ballad or it becomes a kind of floaty song with no percussion. Yeah, then I really check out. Sure. Yeah, and there's a lot of and there's a bunch of that on but this. But it's never like ugh, excruciating. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I got to tell you guys. Yeah. I don't think this next week's <laughs> album is going to gonna really do uh, a lot of that. What do you got? I had an album in mind that I was going to use. I was like, oh, that person has a new album out. Well. Wow. <clears throat> uh, but then uh, uh, Myos was like, uh, can I, is, is it okay if I pick the album this week? And I was like, depends on what it is. <laughs> and she was like, uh, well. Justin Bieber has a new album out. Okay. Oh. And she's like, you guys have never listened to Justin Bieber. I was like, yeah, we no. never have. And I was like, um, I don't know. Let me check it out. And then, uh, uh, well, I didn't listen to any of it, obviously. Yeah. But I feel like this is going to be his sort of... Um, Mature. Yeah, like his his he's growing up. This Pur- is going to be... Is this the... Yeah, purpose. Um, and then I started looking at it. And uh, <laughs> the first uh, lead single is called 
what do you mean? <laughs> and I thought that was delightful. And then he's got a song on here uh, by Song 11. It's called Where Are You Now? But it's a you, With and the you has umlauts. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I kept scrolling to the 18th song, <laughs> oh. and I was like, well, I only yeah. see 13 on here. Uh, then yeah, you're not looking at the right one. No, uh, 13 is the standard edition. Yeah, according to Wikipedia. So we're all, we are only obligated to listen to the first 13. You, okay, tracks. fine. You're only <laughs> obligated for those first 13. But feel free. Yeah, to dig deeper. Yeah, yeah. I never heard one of his. What's albums. the other? What's the other one that you were thinking was crazy? I've never heard one of his songs. It's got Nas on one song, on the uh, extra tracks. Really? Yep. I just know that uh, baby, baby, baby song. <laughs> I know. Th- I know that <laughs> it was yeah. pretty. Like uh, I sounded like an old man in the fifties making baby, fun of rock and baby. roll. Yeah, you baby, hey, baby, 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 baby. baby, <laughs> baby. <laughs> uh, another album that generally received favorable reviews. Uh huh. From where? From uh, Billboard, Slant, Telegraph, Metacritic gave it sixty-three out of hundred. Not amazing. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, let me know I what I see uh, this going well. Uh, <laughs> oh no, it's going to be god awful, I assume, or Why maybe does he have the umlauts on the U. Yeah, Where what are do you mean? Now? <laughs> but yeah, we've never done a Bieber album. No, nope. so uh, okay, check it out. Yeah, we oh. will. Uh, on this album cover, it's the best they could do. <laughs> what him with all these little weird symbols? Yeah, yeah, and he's doing his little like. I pray that this is a good one. <laughs> please, please let this work out. <laughs> Maybe this is his listen without prejudice. Yeah, yeah you, never, you never know. Imagine that. Yeah, <laughs> it probably isn't. Um, oh no! <laughs> I guess that leaves us with the uh, roll. It does. So this week, it's a lot of stuff coming yeah. out, but it is the season officially. Oh yeah. To check out a Christmas movie yeah. as the winner, yeah, because uh, Krampus is out. Fuck yeah! Krampus. From the director of Trick or Treat, can't wait. Uh, starring Adam Scott, David Kechner, yeah. amongst others. Mm-hmm. Trailer looked good. Yeah, I'm excited I'm about so this down movie. For this movie, what are we doing for a loser? Uh, well, there's a lot of. This is a Christmas movie. Yes, Christmas so horror movie. We're gonna get into some Christmas movies gonna, this month. Yeah, until there's something bad enough in theaters, we're gonna roll hard on Christmas. Movies. Really bad Christmas movies all month long. Yeah. What are we starting with? I think we're starting with a little thematic tie to what is going to come at the end of the episode. Yeah. Oh right! I yeah, I forgot we found idea. that. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. <laughs> So because yeah, I we're doing, out. I didn't remember. Nine hundred two one zero has returned. Yeah, that's right. Uh, why don't you t- who, who found you found this, Greg? I did. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? A Christmas caper. Christmas caper. Yeah, starring Shannon Doherty as a cat burglar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> who has to go home for the holidays because of a, a terrible but hurricane. Because of a hurricane. Yeah. And she's, a bad job. Yeah. She has a bad job and she's forced home accidentally because of a hurricane. A horrible hurricane. Yeah. Again, not one of the okay hurricanes. No. Not no. a Christmas hurricane. No. A horrible, horrible hurricane. hurricane. Yeah. So, Christmas Caper versus yeah. Krampus. And it's also from 2007. Yeah. Which is just a good year. Just a great year. Just- <laughs> In her career. For 90210 <laughs> cast members. <laughs> Casey, yeah. why don't you roll on this uh, overturned vinyl record? <clears throat> and right. you two at home can watch a Christmas it's caper on YouTube. if you want. It's on YouTube. Watch along with us. YouTubes. Casey yeah, has yeah. rolled a six. Sweet. <clears throat> I'm going to cramp it up. All right. You don't know that? 
I'm rolling a nine. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Greg can roll over a six to... Oh, that's oh, a zero. That's a big Jesus. zero. Right. <laughs> it didn't even... It, like, bounced once and was like, boom, zero. Yeah, it looked like Fuck you intended... You. you came in here going, hey, guys, there's a stupid moving Christmas caper. It's going to be so dumb. I don't want to watch it. Oops, a zero. <laughs> oh, and then, like... Oh, yeah. yeah, and then you're like, oh, I guess I have to watch it again. And then he, I mean, for the first time. And then he covers up his Christmas caper uh, post. Son of a little bitch. <laughs> Amazing. I can see his Christmas caper tattoo, though. <laughs> yep. Well, Christmas caper and Krampus next week. Krampus. Watch along with us. Go see both of them if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg, we will have fun. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I was I was arguing with my brother today about Krampus because the movie is not being screened for critics and. He, he was saying, you know, he was saying the general term thing that people say, which is 99% of the time they don't it's screen a movie for critics yeah. because it sucks. It's terrible, yeah. And I was like, sometimes that's not true, and I'm hoping this is the case. Because yeah, Trick or Treat was dumped on DVD. They they held it for, like, three years. Yeah, this yeah. guy hasn't had a good track record with, like, distributors. Maybe it's just they're like, you know, people don't generally review these kinds of movies good anyway. Yeah. So maybe they're just like, people are going to see it whether they see it or not. We're not going to do yeah. the review thing. So. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. You never know, though. Um, But now, I do know that we're going to be doing some 90210, yeah, relay. Finally. It's back. God. It has returned. I booted up Hulu, and I watched that fucking (laughs) episode entitled Something in the Air. Mm -hmm. Uh, This episode... Okay, wait. What was the, the last thing that we saw was uh, Donna. It was yeah. the prom or homecoming yeah. or whatever. Yeah, right. Donna got wasted at, at the prom, even though there was a big rule going around about nobody should be drinking. And if you do get caught, you'll be suspended and you won't graduate. And a bunch of people drank, but yeah. she got caught. And, she drank uh, like two yeah. glasses of champagne. But she didn't need anything all mind. day. And and mm-hmm. this is the, uh, this is, we're going to figure out what happens to her. Yeah. In something in the air. Something in the air. It's the it, ghost of Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> this episode opens at the school, and the gang is putting on their graduation gear, hats, and all that jazz. And Brandon goes to Andrew, Andrea. Sorry. Uh, and he's like, I called you. You didn't return the call because in the previous episode, they went up to a room together. Oh, right, yeah. And came very close to doing something, but Brandon stopped it, and Andrea didn't. Yeah. So, We'll see what happens here. I believe what he said was, psych, <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. Um, he's like, I called you. You didn't You didn't turn the call. And she's like kind of shady about it. Like she's lying. Like, yeah, I just didn't get around to it. And then he's like, what's going on? She says, okay. It's because I didn't stop what happened in the hotel room. And he, he goes, I didn't want to do anything we'd regret. That's why I put a stop to it. And she says, if I don't do anything I regret soon, I'm going to scream. <laughs> because she's, I guess... Struggling with being a plain, old, non-regretful person. Yeah. yeah. David. Who nobody will have sex with. <laughs> David's in the DJ booth, and Donna yeah. comes in and asks to hide out for a while in there because she's embarrassed about what happened at prom. Right. But he's all happy to see her, and he's happy that she showed up today at school. Yeah. Um, and nobody knows if she'll be suspended or not because the uh, ruling hasn't come down. He's like, it'll blow over. Don't worry. Uh, the teacher, some teacher shows up and is like, Donna, you need to see someone in the office. Oh, no, I thought. 
she goes. Don't editorialize. Dan. <laughs> she she goes into the school and her parents are there in like the office and there's like these teachers around and Donna's assuming the worst. They go in and see the superintendent, her and her parents, and they ask her, you know, what was that announcement about before the uh, prom? And she says, you know, it was. They said don't drink, and I ended up drinking. And she says, I don't remember what happened. They ask her to uh, go through the details of that fateful night, and she says she had two, maybe three glasses at a pre-prom party, and that it was somebody's father who poured the drinks. And she didn't know that it would get her all like that if after eating nothing all day and mm-hmm. only drinking three drinks. And they say, you know what? Too bad. You're fucking suspended. And then there's going to be some hearing that night about a it. Hearing. Like there's like a student council thing. She, she, she's also being sued. <laughs> Did somebody's uh, dad give it some, to her? Yes, it was uh, Mel, uh, oh, David's dad. David's dad. He's a slime ball. <laughs> Brandon and Andrea. Yeah, wasn't he fucking around on Kelly's mom? Totally. Yes, that comes up. Dick yep. bag. Uh, Brandon and Andrea don't want to write about the junk. Donna stuff in the Blaze, but a bunch of the other kids in their Blaze class think it's going to be all hot news to get into the paper. And David and Kelly go and talk to Kelly's mom, and she's pissed at Mel for giving champagne to the kids yep. and says, you know, this is fucked up, but guess what? We're moving as soon as possible, within 10 days probably, and Kelly is not happy about that. Mm-hmm. So Kelly, David, and mom are going to move because they were trying to sell that house for so long in yeah. some of the episodes. I, I sure. love how they just have David now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just saddled with David now. <laughs> Um, Donna's mom does not want to get a lawyer for this, like, I guess, student hearing thing. Um, but her dad because does. that's unnecessary. Um, yeah, so the dad does and Donna doesn't because Don- Donna's mom doesn't because Donna's mom is, like, in with the school, right? And she's like, this is so humiliating. And Donna is, like, they don't think that she's there when she says, this is all so humiliating. And Donna's like, well, I'm sorry. Everybody was drinking and I'm the only one that got caught. And the dad's like, go get dressed for this fancy council meeting thing. And she's like, okay. The gang's at the Peach Pit debating whether to go down to the hearing, even though it's private. And then Donna calls. Ring, ring. Donna phone. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know she had a dedicated line. Yeah, the Donna line goes off and she's like, guess what? I lost the hearing. So I'm not going to graduate. I'm suspended for five days and I cannot participate in any senior activities. And I have to go to summer school. And... A substance abuse program, and Brenda. Jesus, Brenda's dude. like what kind of a shithouse school. Yeah, are Brenda's like ridiculous. Where is this? Donna's now like now she's got to go to a finishing school. <laughs> Don, Donna is like now starting to take this super to heart, and and Brenda's like that's ridiculous, and Donna's like maybe not, maybe I deserve it, you know. And then Donna's uh, Brenda's like no, and Donna's like well maybe I do have a drinking problem, you never know, and. And Brenda's like, no. It's like really getting to Donna. Yeah. Brenda tells the gang all this, and David's like, we should tell them we were all drinking. And they're like, that won't do any good. They must already know that. And nobody can figure a good way out of this. So they all decide to go study for finals. Because it's coming up. And then maybe uh, in this scene, maybe Brendan and Andrea talk about like they're going to write maybe about well, maybe? this. <laughs> maybe <laughs> they do. My line. Since when is this speculating yeah. about 90210? <laughs> My exact note is maybe Brendan and Andrea will write about it? Question mark. I don't know. <laughs> they talk about like maybe we should write about it. Oh, maybe we should. Yeah, maybe. But then we'll have to talk. We'll have to reveal that we weren't there because we went upstairs to maybe bang. And he's like, maybe. 
Wait, why do they have to tell everybody that? Because they weren't there to see what happened. So if they write about it, they can't write about it. Oh, okay. Because they don't have because they first... don't have the firsthand thing. Well, why don't they just write about their awkward sexual? Well, they encounter? don't want to. That's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, but I think it would because be really some funny. students were like. What, you weren't there to see it? And they were like, no, we missed it. And they were like, why? Did you get a room together? And they're like, no. (laughs) I was just hilariously denying Andrea sex again. (laughs) This Um, time I got her all the way up to a hotel room. (laughs) (laughs) No thanks. Yeah. Um, Kelly can't study um, because she's worried about Donna's mom and the appealing of the ruling and all this garbage. And she reveals to Dylan, she's like, you know what? think i'll have to stay overnight tonight and he's like yeah and they make out yeah yeah <laughs> then they talk about how he's gonna go to berkeley and she's gonna miss him <clears throat> Wait, uh, he's go- dylan's going to school he's gonna try <clears throat> he's gotta pass this final it's a big deal maybe that'll come into play later maybe the tension it will um at the walsh house mel and david are there and uh, mel's gonna apologize uh, to Donna and her family, <clears throat> and uh, some of the kids, uh, Brandon and Brenda, are like, "We all drank that night, but none of us got sick." And Brandon's like, "Why don't they prove it was a virus or something that wasn't alcohol related in the courtroom?" And they're all like, "I don't know, Brandon." Uh, Mel and David go to apologize to Donna and her family, and he admits, uh, Mel admits that he gave everybody a glass or two of champagne, um, and that it's not fair, and, and that the mom should appeal. And the mom's like, "Nope." the end donna now is talking to her mom and is like he's right <laughs> and the mom's like i refuse to put this family through more humiliation and donna's like damn it so in order she she won't get her daughter out she of won't trouble. do the appeal she's just like you deserve this mm-hmm. wow what a bitch i know yeah and then uh this is when Donna brings up the affair, and she's like, Dad and I forgave you about the fa- the affair. This is all about forgiveness. Why can't you forgive me for doing this? Boom. Nice. In your fucking face. <laughs> Truth bombs, Donna style. Yeah. <laughs> Casey went to give a high five. Nobody high-fived him. Oh, no. I wasn't looking for a high five. I was doing a big, uh, uh, okay. I was doing a big thing. I thought you were. <laughs> Although, you guys could have uh, high-fived me there. I um, ample. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the gang gets. Tell it to the raccoon, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Raccoon would high five. <laughs> Giving you some of that sports gene. Wash my food in the river. Yeah. <laughs> the gang gets Space River. The, the gang gets all He's called. Not an alien. The gang has to go to school, and they get called by like the office to come in, and they're all like, "Oh shit, Donna sold us out." Maybe Steve's like, "We got to lie and tell them none of us drank," because maybe they're building a case against Donna or something. I don't really understand what was going on in this scene because it didn't make sense to me the way they were saying it, but it sounded like. They said we have to lie because they're building a case against her. And if we say we were all drinking, they'll have more against her. But I don't understand how that makes sense. No. So anyway, the teacher comes out and says Donna's family is going to appeal appeal after all. And uh, that you should all write letters on her behalf to enter into the records to, like, help out. Dylan is like, we all know these letters aren't going to do any good. And uh, they're all going to do it anyway. And Andrea and Brandon can't seem to get their letter right they're like writing it together but uh i thought that was going to go somewhere so i made a note of it but then it didn't uh, <clears throat> very good yep. okay. Br- brandon goes in to talk to the paper teacher guy what's his name Do you guys gill. Know? yeah gill yeah um and and he's like this 
Gil's like, this hearing's nothing but a kangaroo court. You guys got to get a school board, like, uh, walkout going and have a demonstration. And Brandon, I thought you were a leader. Uh, you know, this this kind of thing would take a leader. I thought maybe you were one, but maybe not, I guess. Yeah. And Brandon's like, but oh, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you're just some kind of a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> you're right about that. <laughs> but also, I'm a leader. Uh, so he goes and sees his dad. Brandon goes to see Dad Walsh at work, and he's like, you went to demonstrations in the 60s about Vietnam, and he's like, I'm thinking about standing up for Donna, and I might get into trouble, and I just wanted you to know before it happened, and I thought maybe you could relate. It's a lot like Vietnam. Yeah. This whole thing <laughs> that we're doing right here. There's this a lot, is our generation's okay. Vietnam. There's a yeah. lot of references to Vietnam. Later, a teacher's like, what is this, Vietnam? <laughs> no. No. I was, having, I was having a flashback. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but the dad's like, just do me a favor and don't get arrested. Wink. I know what, I know what this is like. We were relating to each other through this demonstration thing. Oh, because the dad got arrested for sticking up for Donna once. <laughs> no, but he was like, I used to go to demonstrations. And yeah, yeah. he's My like, watch him across the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. During Vietnam, I was protesting Donna. Yeah. <laughs> this kid who doesn't exist yet, you should let her pass. <laughs> uh, Brandon says, finals are the key. Walk out on finals and walk out on the school board and no one will take the final. Fail Donna or fail us all. Like, if you fail Donna, we're all going to fail. It could work. It could stop them. They can't fail everybody. So yeah, if we all walk sure out. Totally good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, Andrea's apprehensive, but Brandon says, class of 93 needs to mean something. We can do this. So then they all go to the peach pit, and he's like, we're doing this. And Steve's like. <laughs> they're going to do what? They're going to all. They're like, going to get oh, the. man, you know, if we don't let this uh, this girl off, these uh, six kids won't run finals. No, no. The, <laughs> the idea is to get everybody yeah, yeah. in the entire class. Why would they? They do. Yeah, nobody what, cares everyone? about Donna. Yeah, well, these six fucking elitists. Yeah, I think maybe you'll find there's a reason they would want to. Okay. Well, oh. so at the peach pit, he tells the gang, and Steve's like, "No way, I've come too far." And and then Brandon's like, "They can't suspend everybody in the class nine and three. That's like hundreds of kids." And they're like, "Steve's like, no way, man." But then everybody t- talks him into it. She's her best friend, and like, Dil- but Dylan, he's the lone holdout, and he's like. I have a direction now. I got to do these exams, man. I'm sorry. And Kelly's like, I thought you were cool, man. And Dylan's like, I'm sorry. I got to like do the, this is like my chance to graduate and shit. And she's like, I don't think you need to be apologizing to me. Boom. You burnt. She's Ah, talking about uh, Donna. D town. D town. Then there's a montage of them calling everyone in the school to get them to walk out. And they do it. Uh, it's the day of reckoning. Dylan isn't game though. It's ten a.m. and they're talking before the class. They're like, "Oh, it's it's." They're talking before the class and they're saying to everybody, 10 a.m. We walk. We'll either be heroes or big time losers," says Steve. And I'm like, "No matter what happens, <laughs> you're big time losers. <laughs> losers. Big time loser." Uh, and then some kid comes over and he's like, "That dress code shit went down the other episode and." You didn't give a damn, but now you care when it affects you with your friend or whatever. And so they make this big deal out where when they go in to the hearing, they're going to bundle the dress code thing to get everybody to walk out with the Donna thing. So they're saying if everybody in school walks out, we'll go to the school board and say, if you don't let Donna pass and not make everybody wear dress code yet next year... You have to fail all of us. Because there was a whole episode about the dress code shit. I don't remember that. I had to do it. <laughs> really? It was one. It was, it was the one that I had to do. What right? are they making them wear? <laughs> they were just like, there's going to be a dress code next year. And every kid was like, no. Yeah, bigger sign burns. Yeah. More <laughs> patterns on your shirts. 
silkier shirts. Yeah. <laughs> more more overalls. Yeah. Have you seen a different world? <laughs> yeah, more more Dwayne Wayne glasses. <laughs> so the parents show up at Donna's hearings. Mel is going to testify, too, on Donna's behalf. Kelly's mom says... You can't scare kids into sobriety. It doesn't work for adults either, and she knows from experience. And that's why I'm here to help. Bing, boom, motherfucker. She's yeah. talking about herself. Who yeah. brought that cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the whole thing turns into a big coke party. Yeah. <laughs> so then it's almost 10 a.m. Oh, shit. They're all watching the clocks in their exam rooms. Oh, shit. The bell rings, and they all walk to the teacher, uh, the Gill guy, and he's, and he's like, what's going on here? And Brandon <laughs> set him on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vietnam, fuck Vietnam, and <laughs> they just go Vietnam, Vietnam. Yeah, uh, we're what? confused about this whole yeah. thing. Let's just send the '93 class back to Vietnam. Yeah, <laughs> finish that up. <laughs> um, so yeah, they walk out on the guilt teacher, and he kind of smirks like, "I knew they'd find, figure something out." And then Dylan stays back, and and like the Gill guy is kind of like, "Why are you sticking around? I thought this was a walkout." And Dylan goes, Guess "I don't I'm, really like Dylan." Yeah. Dylan, Dylan goes, I guess if I'm going to Berkeley, I should get used to this. Wink. And he's like, runs outside, and Brandon's so stoked to see him that he walked out too. Maybe the class of 93 has some life, di- life left in it after all, he says, and they march on to the school board. Donna is called to stand to tell her side. She says she's sorry for what she did, that she drank, but, she, but everybody was doing it, and all she was doing was celebrating on prom night. And Dr. Silver made a toast, and it was so nice. She didn't think there was anything wrong with it. And she loved being in high school, especially at West Beverly. And she wants to be able to walk up there and get her diploma with her class and friends. And then you're like, it's this big emotional speech. And you start to hear something in the distance. And it's the march of what? All this shit. And then the dad is there, Dad Walsh. And he's like, sounds like a revolution. Because he knows it's a walkout. Uh, Yeah. Andrea comes into the room and hijacks the mic, and she's like, we stand by our friend. And she reads this statement on the part of the students about refusing to take finals, suspend her, and you suspend all of us. And then uh, the main like superintendent guy is like, that's nonsense. Your threats do nothing. And he calls the recess. And he's like, I expect the situation outside will be under control by then. So Donna's mom goes out, and she's like, you did it all. You fucked up, and this is going to ruin it all. We were had it under control in there. And Brandon's like, whatever, man. I'm bored of this. I'm going home. (laughs) (laughs) So inside, they try and convince the superintendent dude to give her a slap on the wrist and let this go. And uh, she she overcame a learning disability and deserves to graduate. And he's like, I'm not going to cave in. I'm not going to do it. And he's like, I'm going to call everybody's parents out there and revoke all their college recommendations and more. And then the principal sends out the superintendent's message about that. And Brandon reads it, and they're all like, damn, they're going to flunk us all for realsies. <sighs> and Dylan goes, summer school, regica- <laughs> summer school registration's going to break the record this year, I guess. And they all go back to chanting. Boom. You're going to fail us all. You're not even going to have room for us in summer school. Can't do that shit. That that was what they were chanting. No, <laughs> it's not very chant. catchy. <laughs> they go back to chanting like "Don't fail, Donna" or whatever it is. They're Donna, don't fail her. <laughs> Donna, comma, don't, don't fail, fail her. her. <laughs> Brandon calls for everyone to storm the doors, and they flood inside. And the superintendent's like, "Order in the court" or whatever. He's like banging, the, <laughs> he's banging the gavel, but he doesn't say court. No. Uh, and he's and then they're like, "Let's hear what Brandon has to say." And he he jumps up and he's like. We take your threats seriously, but can you judge? Can, but you can judge that no one, 
Oh, what does he say? He says, we can take your threat seriously, but we're not going anywhere, so call the police or something. It's real inspiring. He basically got up and was like, call the cops, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And then he pulled out a gun and he was like, I'm not going to jail. He's like, you think you're going to flunk me? Call the cops. Yeah. They can flunk me. Yeah. I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> at a gun. Yeah. No, but he gives a really big speech about the situation. He's like, you caught our friend who doesn't deserve this. She goes out of her way for everyone and everyone outside and everyone in here loves her and we're not going to let you hurt her. And the superintendent. And I know that she did the exact thing that you told her not to do. And then you did exactly what you said you'd do if she did that thing. But, you know, hey, guy. Call the cops. uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What are you? Has anyone called the cops yet? I'm serious. I want them down here. And then the superintendent's like, okay. And Brandon's like, you better drop the dress code, too, motherfucker. And one of the board members is like, well, we're at it. Let's get some meatballs in the cafeteria. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One of the board members is like, we can't call the police. So I vote that we allow her to graduate if she enrolls in counseling. Why can't they call the police? I don't know. They say that, though. Our phone's broken. <laughs> I got priors, man. We can't yeah. call the cops. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm holding right now. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to do a vote that if she enrolls in counseling, she'll be able to graduate. And then somebody seconds it and they do a big vote. And one says nay. One says I. One says I. One, one nay. Says yeah. <laughs> Final vote. Damn, it's an I. And that means that Brenda's going to, uh, Donna's going to get to go graduate but she's got to enroll in counseling and outside brandon's like let's all get drunk (laughs) (laughs) and then he's like haha just kidding and then they all go and they take their finals Uh and then at the peach pit brandon shows up with a present for donna it's a fancy graduation gown and hat and flask and flask (laughs) (laughs) and she she puts it on and he's like i present to you guys the graduate and she's all happy and everybody claps and it fades to black so she's got to go to uh, counseling. What's that going to be like? Uh, like alcohol, so what were you thinking abusive. when you had that glass and a half of champagne? <laughs> what was going on in your life? This uh, is a crazy way to yeah. line up the end of this uh, season. Yeah. Donna has a couple of glasses of champagne and the school goes on strike. This is fucking insane. It's yeah. bananas. It's pretty nice. And how do they get all these kids to do that? Could you imagine when you were in high school and somebody called you up and was like, Hey, look, I know you don't know Donna. Yeah, yeah. But she got kind of drunk and the school is slipping out, so don't write your final. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. what we need you to do is possibly not graduate yeah. on behalf of some fucking loser. Yeah, this rich girl who got super drunk. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's, uh, you, do you know, she's very wealthy. <laughs> do you know her? Yeah, as opposed to all the other kids that go to Beverly Hills. Yeah, they're all yeah, pretty wealthy, right. yeah. 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 I, I, if this was a pass, not pass. I feel like some of the things with Donna, I was like, this show ripped on her before, and now it shows that, like, all these kids, like, they make a big point out of, like, every kid out there, like, Donna was nice too, and, like, she was the only, like, she's always doing things for other people, and I was like, all right, at least they're, like, giving this character some due finally at the end of this, like, because they really shit on her in the first, like, couple seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, now, now, but at the same time, it really blows up. Beverly has really come to tolerate her. Yeah. <laughs> but they do really take it pretty crazy over the top yeah, with all the storm and the gates and shit. Yeah, this is shit. really dumb. We had a walkout in my high school because they too. found weed in somebody's locker, and we were like, we like weed. <laughs> so everybody walked out. And then smoked no, weed? Uh, I 
think I think a lot of I think some students did. Yeah. There was a walkout. What at, happened? Oh, we all got high. Yeah. <laughs> what no. you, what, I know what, what happens when you smoke weed. I mean, what happened with the walkout? Were they like, all right? Oh, absolutely nothing. Yeah. yeah. It, it was the dumbest thing. It was just like everyone was like, oh, man, they're, they're fucking busting this kid for having weed. Uh, well, we think that's dumb. There was, we had no point or anything. It was yeah. just like, yeah. fuck it. We're all walking out. And we all walked out. And we all stood on the lawn for yeah. a while. And uh, there was like, <laughs> I think we proved our point. <laughs> yeah, there, there that was, was it. <laughs> there was a walkout at my high school later in like in my like last year or two. And there wasn't even a reason for it. It was just like, walk out on Thursday. Because we're going to walk. Every, everyone's just going to walk out. Because uh, we want to. And did well, you? Yeah, and I did, and I felt really guilty about it. Because <laughs> I was like a yeah. big fucking nerd, and I was kind of like, I shouldn't have been doing this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I like walked home and watched Army of Darkness and was like, went to school the next day and nobody cared you just got like a you weren't here that day thing yeah what <laughs> like that? like just they were like you were absent on that last half of thursday so yeah did you not already know that or no it was just like they're <laughs> like you just we were like marked absent for like one it was like unless you had like a like a bunch of absence they were gonna like like crack down on you if you missed one half a day right like if right. This was, you know what i mean like if you were somebody who was always absent then they'd be like just call your parents or whatever but you miss one class, you're just like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> hey, uh, don't do that. Hey, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Any- anyway. School, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Go team. <laughs> go, go sports team. Uh, that's dumb, though. What? The, it was a walkout just because, hey, hey, we love Thursdays. Yeah, like, we can do this if we want to. That is really dumb. That's yeah. dumber than our thing. Oh, yeah. It was real stupid. And I was like, other people are doing it, so I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just skipped class. Yeah. That's all I did. <laughs> yeah. I, went yeah I showed up at school for the walkout. Yeah. Specifically to walk out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I wouldn't have been here yeah. anyway. I don't know. We didn't have any walkouts when I was in high school. Boo. Yeah. I did go to a class and Maybe get my attendance taken and then climbed out the window when the teacher wasn't looking. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. That's that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's like that's actually an impressive feat that you could slip out of a window without a teacher noticing. Yeah, yeah. How did you do? You throw your backpack out first or did you just Yeah, I totally did. Yeah. Yeah. And I was <laughs> sitting next to this guy named Alec. Yeah, just, nobody else was laughing or huh? anything while it was no, happening. No, just like kind of getting ready, like at the beginning, like we did a attendance and like there was like a chatter point in the class, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Alec, get the fuck out of here!" And he's like, "What do you want me to do?" I'm like, "Just shut up, don't do it." <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> just act normal. And I threw my bag out and I like opened the window a little bit more because you know it, it mm-hmm. just had a little wind thing on it, right? And he's like, "Don't do it." I'm like, "I'm going." <laughs> I'm going, don't, don't say anything. And, and then just, you, you forgot that you were on this, the third yeah, floor. I was sitting, yeah, no, you jumped down and you went, tell my story. Yeah, yeah and I just like, was leaning against the windowsill and I was Except waiting for the teacher the to window. not be paying attention at all. And I was like, zink. Leaning against the window, like, yeah. well, nothing was, to see here. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all right. That is impressive. And then I shit. went to the coffee shop and smoked cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a bad kid. Yeah. Oh man, I, I probably had some raspberry tea. <laughs> <laughs> You're like cigarettes, but got, no caffeine. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I didn't like coffee right away. Me either. And I used to go to the coffee shop with my mm-hmm. friends. 
like a coffee time or something. And I remember my mom specifically being like, I don't want you hanging out with the coffee shop. You'd be getting into like, like, I guess she thought it was like a thing like smoking. Uh-huh. And I was like, you're just getting like hot chocolate, mom. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't even like coffee yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like in grade like seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I do. I think coffee was like just before the end of high school. Yeah, like, like my last year is when I finally was like, all right, I like coffee. Yeah, I think I drank coffee since I was like eleven. Yeah, yeah. I've always loved coffee, and I think I've always just drank it black. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were definitely like the first like heavy coffee drinker I knew. Oh, like everyone yeah. would, like have a coffee or whatever, but you were like, "I will drink a pot of coffee this morning." I'm 19 and I'm drinking a pot of coffee. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I definitely was. And most of it was because I uh, caffeine is addictive. Yeah, but a lot of it was also like, uh, hey, "Hey guys, I have personality traits. <laughs> I'm." The coffee, coffee guy. <laughs> Man, that guy really loves coffee. Yeah. We got to hang with him. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. <laughs> I'm not saying you weren't yeah. as lame as I <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we got to party with that guy. <laughs> hey, who brought the coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys know who brought yeah. the coffee. Paul Dean. Whoa. <laughs> amazing. Yep. Well. That has been our episode for another week. Uh, as we said off the top, iTunes, rate and review us. Send us an email at info at modernsuperior.com. Tell all your friends about us and follow us on Twitter and Facebook at SYNWPC. Hit modernsuperior.com up for lots of cool podcasts. New Flight School, tons of other stuff up there. New Word Burglar. And on Thursday and Friday, Video Drunk, the film festival present... Uh, presented by us uh, we're sponsoring it and it's gonna happen and uh it's gonna be really cool so don't forget to check that out tomorrow and friday cool yeah uh, and if you see us uh if you see uh dan and i uh, on thursday yeah say hello just leave us alone <laughs> yeah, I, I won't be there yeah so yeah. find yeah. where find out where he'll be and yeah get, yeah go find, it'll go be a find fun uh, work and yeah. uh it'll be a yeah. fun little uh, scavenger hunt yeah yeah. A nice time. <laughs> I'll be at work. And until next time, see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. Air Bud. <laughs> Space Buddies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta say something at the end. been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.